Hello and welcome to another episode of the I Love Libby Show. I'm Kyle. And I'm Libby. I think I need to go to the hospital. Oh God. I've cut myself. No, I no. think I need to go to the hospital. Oh uh oh. Well, this I can't is, drive you. This is pretty bad. Oh no. Why are you a little tuned up already? <laughs> you can't take me to the hospital? Who's gonna take me to the hospital? Well, somebody's gonna have to take me to the hospital. I'm bleeding all over the place. I'll just I'll just wrap it up. No big deal. How many times have you and I had to deal with a situation where we ended up in the hospital, be- not because of ourselves, oh, but because somebody of somebody else? else. Oh, See, I... one of the fun things about doing this podcast is that we discover when we're coming up with ideas of what to talk about, we start to write down stories. Uh, oh, I've got these stories, I've got these stories. And then we start to see parallelisms <laughs> where, gee... You and I both have a story that's similar, and then we start to brainstorm that one even more. Next thing you know, we've got a whole episode planned (laughs) talking just about having to go to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) One of the things that makes this uh, episode so fun for both of us is that our uh, fathers have uh, something in common. And that they both like to uh, injure themselves while they're doing their hobbies. They like to cut themselves. <laughs> uh, both of our fathers do a little woodworking and, you know, all, all men do yard work and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, things happen. Mm-hmm. Things happen, you know. And then you end up spending that evening in the hospital in the emergency room. Right. You know, you're sitting there and your dad's holding a giant wad of hanky. bloody well, I'll say a hanky yeah. over his right yeah. there's a guy yeah. sitting next to him with a hatchet in his head you know i mean it's like <laughs> it looks like something out of a movie you know emergency much, rooms yeah you and i both have great stories so i, I don't, don't even like know. to sit down in emergency room emergency chairs. Rooms i just like to so... hover around i don't like to actually sit down <laughs> ah, you sit down there's magazines from three years ago you're reading it's like oh you know look at this oh oh uh, no this is talking about movies that you're came wondering out and... about what germs are swarming all over every uh, inch of the place I, I really you know it takes a special type of person to work at an emergency room oh my room. gosh you know, the type of, you know, everybody who comes into the emergency room, it's an emergency Correct. room. I couldn't handle that, The honestly. last thing that these people want to do is sit down and fill out eight pages of paperwork mm-hmm. while they're bleeding all mm-hmm. over the place, waiting their and turn. the worst stuff. Like, the oh. stuff where you're like, okay, I, I wish I had never seen that. I'm never going to not unsee that again. Like, yeah, I can't imagine. Oh, man. Yeah, there's some gruesome stuff. And how do they put a priority on it? This guy's got a hatchet in his head. Well, this guy's toe is dangling by a thread. The hatchet's probably worse. Okay. Well, so I, I guess we should just start sharing our stories. And I know my poor dad is going, oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. This episode's all about me. It's not, Dad. I promise. Hmm. Trust me. There's plenty of other stuff to talk about. Um, where do we even begin? I, I don't know. I, I know that. We couldn't do them chronologically because I couldn't I mean, keep track of them. I know that my dad. This is back like before I was born. My sister was little. And I know that he was chasing her and she was about to run down the stairs. He was afraid she was going to fall down How the stairs. How old was she? I don't know. I'm not going to say eight or ten. Okay. I was, I was already born. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say she was uh, two or three, maybe. Oh, okay. So and, you weren't around for this. No. Okay. And um, he tripped and fell. I don't know if he went like down the stairs, but his. Um, like beer glass cracked and cut the tendon right tendon right in his wrist, and so it was it was a pretty gruesome thing. So my mom takes me to the emergency room. So picture this: this is what was described to me. They get a hold of the tendon. They pull it like from his elbow, you know, back down to ew, his wrist. Ew. They keep losing grip of it, and he feels it snap back up into oh, his arm, <laughs> like a rubber band. Yeah, oh, like a rubber gross! Band. Oh. And I mean, to this day, he's got a pretty decent scar right on his wrist. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, it's gross. That's so. so that's gross. that's one time. That's just like, one time. Another time. Are we going to do this? Remember, so you just do all of your dance stories? I don't know. And I'll do all I, my I'll, dance I'll, as I and... think of things, sure, I guess. Okay. So um, there was a time my dad was working in his workshop, does lots of woodworking. I don't remember what tool caused this at the time, but he had cut himself, was like, okay, I'm going to need stitches. My sister already could drive at that time. 
So he was trying to get my sister to take him to the emergency room without telling my mom so that it's like, okay, but you're eventually going to come back home with stitches and she's going to know. And then yeah. she's going to probably be madder at you then than if you had just told her. But that's not what goes through your head. Okay. Okay. You're just trying to get to the hospital. And so back. then there was another time. This is later. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. Did she take him to no, the hospital? I, th- I believe my mom had like found out about it with all the commotion and stuff. But okay. yeah. So I was downstairs um my like it was like half finished half like my dad's workshop so he's in there oh the basement yeah Yeah, so he's in there doing something with like a chisel and i'm on the computer yes Mm -hmm. computers had been invented yeah and i remember um, your old computer yeah. yeah and so i'm down there you know plugging away i guess and like apparently like he had been trying to get my attention and i was so engrossed in what i was doing and he finally was like libby and i'm like what and he was like, like you know, trying to like, uh, like I, you know, I cut myself. I, you know, didn't want to tell mom. Like, you know, what? Was your mom home? Yeah. Was she upstairs? Yes. Oh my god. Like, what in the <laughs> heck? Like, I've cut myself again. Like, okay, well, you're gonna have to tell mom. Like, um. So yeah, he had gotten stitches for that too. I don't even want to know how many other times. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I uh, so all right. I'll go ahead and throw a couple out. I guess. Um. Actually, I'm going to throw one out, a little uh, shout out to my Uncle Mark. Okay. Oh, okay. I know this. Now, Uncle Mark, you know, there's different levels of woodworking. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's different levels. And Mm -hmm. and, and none of them are better or worse than the other. It's just a varying degrees of, of, of end result. Okay. Some people stick to the basics. They get a pattern. They follow it. They paint it. Ta-da, here's what it is. Other people go full Monty and they're like, all right, I'm going to build like 20 of these things and I'm going to sell them at a craft show. Mm -hmm. Some people stick to a more artisan approach and Mm -hmm. they they go for quality, not quantity. You know, everybody's got a different uh, 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 end result that they're shooting for with their woodworking. The important part, though, is to remember that no matter what type of woodworking you do, it requires a lot of really sharp things moving very fast. And then you're putting your hands close to them. Okay. Uh, and so, then you're men and you're ma- all macho. Right, right. And you're going to take chances and risks. <laughs> My Uncle Mark uh, was into it on a pretty heavy level. And he was building all sorts of stuff, selling them at craft shows. And some of his stuff was really cool. I remember mm-hmm. he made me a top once. And well, he's, he's made me other things too. Like he made me a... Um, like a like a plaque thing with a pen. Mm-hmm. And it was made. It was always made out yeah. of really neat yeah, wood, I know. I know stained real nice. Yeah. But I remember this top, and the top was just so cool. And it was just made out of neat wood, and it looked neat when it spun. I I used to spin that thing all the time. Well, Mark, uh, took off the top knuckle <laughs> of his <laughs> middle <laughs> finger with a bandsaw, I believe it was. Oh, oh, and. Just snip the damn just thing the right off. Just the tip. That's right. Just the tip. Well, you know, the men in my family have relatively stubby fingers, as it, as it you know, to begin with. Well, now his like t- his first three fingers are like all exactly the same length. I've seen it because he nipped off it. the top of his finger. Well, apparently, it the 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 tip ended up like you know it's like oh we can find it we can sew it back on or whatever. But no, it ended up I think one of the dogs ate it or something. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Something happened. It didn't end up getting sewed back on, but it's just really gross because it's like, eh. And I, I think it kind of deterred him from doing more woodworking. That would scare me a little bit. I think it would yeah. scare me. I think yeah. it's a justifiable yeah. response. I, I have to agree right. with that. Um, you have a close call. You know, if like if you're like a race car driver and you have a bad wreck. Um, me okay. personally, I'm not going to get back into another I'm race car. I'm not going to even yeah. go there in general, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. okay. But my dad, I, I, I could tell, I'm, I'm going to keep it, I'm going to limit it, okay? I'm going <laughs> to limit it down to the only the ones that are the most memorable, okay? So, you know, there's been the, you know, oh, here's his scroll saw and he's digging through and all of a sudden you hear, you know, it's like, oh God, okay, there's blood everywhere and he's holding his thumb and, you know, in the look on his face, he comes, he's like, I need to go 
to the emergency room. I cut my thumb. I need, I need stitches. You know, it's like it's real. Right, I know, but it's just you know, and that's all well and good. But my favorite hospital stories or emergency room stories with my dad don't have to do with his woodworking. They have to do with other nonsense. Once, while he was in in in. So we had this, there was a duplex next door to us, a two, two family type of thing. There was a top floor and a bottom floor, and there were two old ladies. One of them lived up top, one of them lived down bottom. Do I know this story? Well, I mean, they were just old ladies that no, lived next door. No, but do I know the story? Uh, I don't know. Okay. And uh, they had a lawnmower that was better than ours. And so oh, I think I know we would story. go and cut their grass for them, and then we would cut our grass. And sometimes we'd use their lawnmower for our grass because their lawnmower was better. <laughs> Whatever. Well, uh, he was out cutting the grass, and I guess his foot oh. slipped, oh. and he ran over his foot with the lawnmower. They, that's why the the models now have that safety bar. They right? do. They do. Even though all the men I know strap it down with a bungee cord. That's right. Which defeats the, the purpose proper way of to it. do it. They, it should just come with a bungee cord. <laughs> I know it defeats the purpose. My dad cut his, his foot, got caught underneath the. Oh, that lawn. gives me the will. And I mean, there were toes hanging and just oh. he had it all wrapped up. My dad liked to wait until Saturday to get hurt. Okay. Okay. Our kids like to wait until the weekend to get sick or hurt too. Sure. Well, it's amazing. Or holidays. My mother worked on Saturdays in the morning. And then while she was at work, me and my sister would, my sister and I would be cleaning and my dad would be out doing yard work or whatever. We would do a bunch of stuff before mom got home. Mm -hmm. Well, it never fails. Dad gets hurt. Mom's at work. We got to call her, let her know she's got to come home to take dad to the hospital. Because we're young, you know. I was right. like maybe, right. I don't know, eight or ten when this happened. <laughs> but my sister was there. My sister was helping out. You know, it was just one of those weird things. It's like, okay, we're taking dad to the hospital to get his toes <laughs> sewn back on. Right, yeah. Another funny one, uh, which leads into a big, long conversation I'm not going to have. But I just want to tell the story of my dad getting hurt. Um <laughs> We were doing some renovations to the upstairs bathroom. We lived in a Cape Cod. It was, you know, the second the second floor was where my sister and I, we had our bedrooms and there was a bathroom up there. And we were redoing the bathroom and the sink. And it's like, oh, turn the water off. You know, did you, did you turn the main water off before we start undoing major pipes? Well, it wasn't undone. My grandpa was over at the time helping. Oh, boy. And... I went running down because all of a sudden there's water shooting everywhere. And he's like, <laughs> oh my dad's like, God. Yeah, turn the water off. And I'm oh like, run it. I run down into the basement. I'm like, where's the water? Where's the water? Where's I don't know how to turn it off. I don't know how to turn it off. Ah. <laughs> well, my dad comes plowing down the steps <laughs> oh, to try to figure it. And he just totally mangled <laughs> his ankle on the way down the steps. Uh, fell down the steps trying to come oh down the steps. Gosh. Eight at a time. You know, whatever. Big, little, tall, flat <laughs> steps. I was going to say, how, how big was that flight of steps? It's a pretty good number of steps, okay. yeah. But, I mean, we've been to the emergency room, gosh, I, I couldn't even tell you how many times, just for my dad, mm -hmm. you know, just for my dad. I don't remember getting hurt. To, oh, I remember one time my dad was playing softball, and the ball came down and slammed into his face and broke his glasses, and he had glass in his eyeballs. Oh, my we gosh, had to go to so like gross. a We had to go to an emergency room, oh, and gross. a lady had to like pick out all the different pieces of glass out of That's his eyes. That's disgusting. Or what about that time that we went down to Florida with our camper? We got all the way down there, and my dad, with a razor knife, sliced the... You know that weird flap of skin between your thumb and your finger? Ew. The, the, you know that little it's like a like a little piece of he Ew. sliced into that like a lizard neck <laughs> he sliced into that and we had to take him to emergency room totally ruined well i shouldn't say ruined but it made the whole rest of the vacation extremely awkward i i man i just was that the one where the doctor was really cool he was like a surfer dude and he gave me one of the hemostats that he had to use when mm. he made my dad's like stitches oh, and stuff do you still have that I did. Yeah, I, I remember that. that. Is. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. You had that. Man, I could go on and on. What else we got? Let, let's let's switch gears. I feel like I've picked on my dad enough. Okay. Let's switch gears into some other hospital stories. Um, what else you got? I mean, I've I've only been to the emergency room once as a kid. I 
hit my head on the anirons, on like by the fireplace. The anirons. Yeah. What's an anion? They're like those big um, knobby things that sit on either side of the fireplace. Okay. See, I didn't have a fireplace growing up, okay. so. And my mom was playing peekaboo with me and putting a blanket over my head. Peekaboo next to the fireplace. It wasn't on. Oh. It, there was no fire in the fireplace. Okay. And playing peekaboo with me with the blanket, and I couldn't see where I was going. I ran in, and I like, hit my head and cracked my head open. And so I had to get stitches in the car, and I know that like my mom said that my sister was more upset about it than I was. How in the back old seat of the car. were you? I was, I think, two or three. So that would have made your I sister barely, like eight or okay, three. Okay, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was three. I because I remember a small amount of it, because um, I was so terrified of band aids is why I remember it, um, but. I was really good, I know, and I let them do the stitches, no problems, but when they started, like, when they got the band-aid out and started putting the band-aid on me, I, like, totally freaked out, because I was afraid of band-aids at that time in my life for a few years, and they said, as long as you keep the... Why would a kid be afraid of band-aids? I don't know, but they said, as long as you keep the, you know, area clean, you shouldn't have to have a band-aid on it, so then I was fine after that. I was fine with, you know, injections into my head, I was fine with the stitches, not with the band-aid. See, that's weird. You were a weird kid. Well, it was the same thing, like, I remember when I went to get, like, my checkup before kindergarten and get, you know, my immunizations and that kind of thing, and... That's I don't know if I've told the story before, but that's what I like like closed myself into my closet and wasn't gonna come out. They finally get me there. I'm screaming and yelling at the doctors. They said that they're gonna have to send my mom out of the room if I don't be quiet, which is probably really not that great. That would never fly now. now. And so I got the shot in my butt, and then they were trying to give me a bandage, and my mom was like, "She's afraid of band aids," and so. It was a Cabbage Patch Kid Band-Aid, and so they let me take it home, and I kept it in my sticker book. Because you collected stickers when you I did, and a Band-Aid's like a sticker, but I could not have that on my body. So you wanted the Band-Aid. You just didn't want it on you. Right. What were you afraid was going to happen? I have no idea, but I know that, like... Do you feel like that now? No. But when I would babysit kids, you know, as a teenager... Like, I, kn- I learned that kids are obsessed with Band-Aids. They love Band-Aids sure, so much. Sure, you give a pack of Band-Aids to a kid, that, they'll cover like, themselves I know the people I babysit for, they used to say that they used to cut the Band-Aids in half because the kids wanted Band-Aids for, like, nothing. And so they were, like, going through Band-Aids, like, toilet paper. They cut them, like, so laterally? They, yeah. Like, okay. And so they were cutting them in half because the kids loved them so much. And they were... So I just I just can't understand that. Um, But, yeah. So I haven't had very many other than, like being in the hospital giving birth i have not ever been in the hospital other than the little stitches episode and i so i've never been put under I'm oh ter- you've I've, never been put I'm under i'm terrified yeah. of being put under i claim that if i ever have to have surgery i will like beg and plead and make make packs with people to not be put under i don't mind the idea the thought of what's happening to me as long as i'm numb i'm fine with it i want to be awake i don't want to be put under i don't want to not be able to come back out of something you're afraid that if you get put under i won't ever wake up. you won't ever wake up so i do whatever you want to me i don't care what you have to do to me but do not put me under i was when i was young my parents had my adenoids Mm-hmm. taken out mm-hmm. and I was put under for that mm-hmm. now I've never understood why they took my adenoids and not my tonsils and you're positive they didn't take them I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure we'll go look and see well you can't see I mean anyway I don't know you know was it because I snored sure, was it because I hockey with them before so tonsil hockey <laughs> that's funny I I I Seem to remember having it done, and I remember like I had to eat like a pudding, and they gave me a shot in the butt, and no, then they gave me all this no other way. stuff. I would have said no and then, way. And then I finally, I would have hid in the closet. Well, I remember waking up, and you know, it was at like I guess it was a children's hospital. I don't remember which hospital it was at, but um, I remember they gave me uh, uh, the option of choosing a toy, really? of some sort. How old were you? I don't remember. I was young. 
Oh, really? I was young, and I remember I got this, like, pizza board game. <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't even, I wonder what ever happened to that game. You should have talked about in the game episode. I know. I should have. <laughs> Damn. I don't remember it too much. Um, there was different toppings and stuff. But, yeah, and then um, I, I just... There wasn't a Ready, Set, Spaghetti? No. No, I definitely know for a fact oh. it was a pizza game where you yeah, had different there was toppings. Yeah, a pizza game. But I love Ready, Sweat, Spaghetti. But anyway. Well, anyway, this okay. isn't a game episode. Hospital episode. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, other than that, though, I haven't personally... Oh, well, I had that foot thing. Oh, yeah. Oh. I had yeah. that foot thing. So, I had banged my foot pretty bad. And you've always had, like, kind of foot issues. Yeah, I have foot issues. But I busted open my foot mm-hmm. in between my toes. Mm-hmm. Busted open pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And did not take care of it. It did. Properly. It didn't heal. It, it, you know, stuff like that had happened before, and mm-hmm. it had healed on its own. For some reason, this one didn't want to heal. Just let it go and go go. It so, started turning black. Like it started turning black, and I was like, "Uh, dude, you should go to yeah. the doctor." And you're like, "Oh no, no, it's fine." I said, "You should go to the doctor," and you well, said no. So I you finally finally did, went to the doctor, and they sent you right to the hospital. Immediately to the and hospital. And then you called me, and like I was a you know. B-I-T. Yeah, you you were you were you were a total because I told you to go before and you said no and then you well, waited and now okay. it got too bad. You know what it is. Listen, you know what to it is. Me. I went my whole life not going to. You don't go to the doctor unless you're dying or bleeding mm-hmm. or there's mm-hmm. you know bone exposed. So anyway, that's not. You the... went in. I talked to you on the phone. I was like, so what are they doing? Okay, well I'll see you tomorrow. So I came and just visited you the next day. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. We had a baby. I brought the baby with me. It was Annie. Yeah. Number three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was in the elevator. That was with so. With a guy. God, it was so stupid. And he goes, "Oh, what is she like? Three months old?" I'm like, "No, she's eight months old." Or no, it was like the opposite. He said, "What is she like? Eight months old?" And I was like, "No, she's three months old," or something like that. And it was like, "Yeah, I remember that. I remember going up there, and then I picked you up the next day." Yep. And you had a little altercation with like Vicodin or something? Oh shoot. Yeah, what was it? So it was was it Vicodin I think or it was, was Vicodin. it Percocet no, it was or was Vicodin. it Okay, so uh, again, uh, we're not a type of family that heavily medicates. We're not, you know, you know, I mean, when you need it, you take it. But uh when I was there, You're they said they said, "Well, you know, if you, are you in pain?" And I went, well, I mean, I don't know, they, I they guess. you what number They scale? did. What'd you say? They did. They're like, well, what's your pain level? And I'm like, I, I don't know, I two, I three, I don't know. And they're like, well, you know, if you need something, this nurse was really adamant about me taking this pill. They she always said, are. Yeah, they are. And, you know, it's a, it's no wonder, I don't want to get political, but it's no wonder there's such a freaking problem with it nowadays. With oh, everybody uh, addicted to painkillers. But I go into the hospital for, you know, I got a boo-boo. I need some antibiotics right. and, and get it cleaned out. Right. And they're like, well, what's your pain level? I'm like, I don't know, two, three. I was being honest. Right. I have a high right. pain tolerance for stuff. Right. And they're like, well, we're going to put this Vicodin, or let's just say it was Vicodin. I don't remember. It, it was, was, one, it was an opioid of it some sort. It was Vicodin. I'm going to put this on your tray, and if you feel like taking it it's right here so i'm sitting there and i'm watching wheel of fortune on you know a little mm-hmm. 12 inch tv that's up in the corner of the room i can barely see and i'm thinking to myself you know i kind of wonder what would happen if i took it you know it's it was just it was i, I had no right reason to take it other than pure curiosity i had never had it before that's disgusting i had never had it before well the thing is i broke it in half i only took half i know and it sent me out into the galaxy i was all over the place i was having a blast oh my god but it scared the hell out of me yeah it scared me yeah i couldn't believe how powerful half of a tablet yes i am a lightweight okay i am a lightweight when it comes to stuff like that I'm a cheap date. I know. Yeah. I am. Give yeah. me two or three beers and I'm having a good time. Couple mixed drinks, I'm out like a light, you couple know? White wine spritzes. <laughs> I'm Ned Flanders now. That's great. Uh but no, I would never do that again. Oh my gosh. How scary is that? 
Have, yeah. you, have you ever taken no. like any no. big pain? No, I mean, I, They've had, given them I, to I you. had a little like problemo in the girly region. Oh, yeah. And I had to have it like um, drained and Ew. I had to have like a balloon put in with like um, like a saline solution to keep it open while it healed and yada, yada, yada. I know it sounds really disgusting. That was pretty gross. It was more painful than childbirth. It was just that childbirth lasts longer. But this was the most pain I've ever been in in my entire freaking life. And was af- that after Annie? No, it was. Or was that before Annie? It was before Annie. It was before Annie. Mm-hmm. So you had two kids after. Yeah. So anyway, uh, they prescribed me Percocet, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to fill this. Like, I'm I'm not going to fill this. I'm not going to take this kind of pain. I don't want. I don't think I should take this kind of level of pain medication. I told you you should have filled it. You know what the street value on that yeah, stuff is? You don't is? say this stuff out loud, but no. <laughs> I was kidding. I truly am not going to take this stuff because I don't want to have to try to get off of it. Well, right. Right. It's scary. It is. It's really scary. And the funny thing is, not the funny thing, but I was in so, so, so much pain before that when I was like stamped with a scalpel, drained, squeezed, filled with a balloon... I actually felt zero pain after that. I was in so much pain before that the amount that I felt after was actually zero because... Well, you have a high tolerance for pain. I guess, but... You do. I mean, I don't know if we've talked about it in previous episodes, but when when you were pregnant with Kara, you were in going into labor and just chilling. Like, you they, were just They were like, like, oh my gosh, you're nine and a half centimeters dilated. Yeah, and you're walking in, and I mean, we we sat down, had a big spaghetti dinner, and played a game of Scrabble or something, and then I said, are you sure you don't want to go to the hospital now? Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, I guess we can go. It was no different than if I had eaten, like, a big bunch of, like, pinto beans. Like... Oh, yeah. That's the amount of... It felt like that. It felt like gassy. But anyway, yeah, I mean, so the... I was in... Almost zero pain after I'd had this done because I was in so much pain before that I didn't fill the prescription. Yeah. I'm too cheap to pay for that anyway. Well, and having a high pain tolerance. Yeah. You didn't feel right. like you needed to do. Right. And then I was prescribed something when I had my wisdom teeth taken out too and I didn't take that either. And that was completely unnecessary. Complete. It would have been for like recreational fun. Is all it would have been for, which I think most people fill theirs for. You know, I'm wondering if I they're... really truly do. I mean, yeah. like because I mean, sure you're gonna feel something after you have a procedure done. Sure you're gonna feel something. You know, if I bump, if I like cut myself in the kitchen while I'm chopping an onion, oh yeah, I've got a sore. It hurts. Do I need to take something for it? No. I mean, well, we're not the type of people either who eat. Advil like their M&M's. Correct. You know? When I decide to pop them for a headache, my headache is so bad that I can't hear sound. I I, I can't hear any right, noise. Right. I want to put, like, a pillow over my head, press it against my temples, and, like, that's when I decide to take Advil. Right. Yeah. Right. It has to be pretty substantial. Neither, neither one of us are real, you know, mm-hmm. pill poppers. You know? Right. It's not... Well, and again, it's like, after having kids, it's like, okay... Like then it's like oh here you take four Advil you take eight hundred milligrams of Advil like after you give birth I'm like well I'm not really in that much pain and it's not going to do anything for me anyway if I take this much so I'm not going to will you take it anyway no don't freaking tell me what to do it's not going to do anything I I mean it you know you you did when you had our first child you went natural mm-hmm. no drugs mm-hmm. no epidural no nothing. Mm-hmm. Second, third, and fourth, mm-hmm. you did an epidural. I did, and but, unfortunately, the the third, the fourth, uh, the fourth one, I should not have even gotten it because it was too late. Because I felt everything it didn't the work. entire right. time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they had said, "If you want it, you better get it now." And I went, "Oh, sure." Yeah. And it was awful. Like I, I think at one point you even said that getting the epidural. Oh. was more well, complicated Well, I, I said that I was painful. in so much pain, and it was, and I didn't feel anything working, I didn't feel anything working, and she was like, here, I'm going to give you, I said, I don't know, I'm going to give you more, I'm going to do something, and I felt like a twinge, and it, like, like a weird, like, electrocution in my back oh, kind of thing. Yeah, weird. it was gross. So dangerous, too, playing around in the spine. And the bruises That's, afterwards, like, ugh, yeah. It's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. 
What other hospital stuff do we have? So we talked about my foot. Um, so I guess I can tell the um, the kidney story. Okay. Oh yeah. So um, my brother-in-law, my sister's husband, uh, needed a kidney. Uh, just a disease that his family has, genetic. He Alport. need he uh, Alports. Thank yeah. you, Alports. Uh, he needed a new kidney. Well, a uh, bunch of people got tested. Lo and behold, my father uh, came up as a pretty good match. Mm-hmm. Um, like, surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. And um, my dad graciously uh, offered up a piece of his body to uh, help my brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's extremely noble. Uh, yeah. It's... it's uh, you know, heroic mm-hmm. in, in a way, you know, I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's really cool. And so on the day that they did the surgery, they obviously, they had to yank the kidney out of my dad and mm-hmm. stick it in my brother-in-law. Um, so that day, uh, I took that day off. I went down to the hospital. I was there with my mother, my sister, whose husband was getting, uh, getting the kidney. And then, um, and then, his dad was also there. Mm-hmm. So my, my sister's father-in-law was there. We were all sitting around a table. Um, strange thing about me, uh, interesting quirk about me, I love hospital food. I do too. I love hospital food. I love it too. I, and I'm not talking about that weird bland crap they bring you on the tray. Okay, I like no, it I, go I down have to, to cook it though. I like going down to a cafeteria and having a wide assortment of stuff. It's always weird, cafeteria crazy stuff. Cafeteria food's fun, though. Cafeteria food is so good. Hospital cafeteria food, the bomb. So we go down there. My sister and I, there was a small wall. We were waiting for news. And I said, I'm going down to get some breakfast. It was early in the morning. I was like, let's go down and get some breakfast. My sister, I talked her into coming down with me. We go down. We get a bunch of food. We bring it up, and then on the way out, as we're checking out, as we're as we're paying, I look and I see, oh, look, fig Newtons, individually wrapped fig Newtons, and I love fig Newtons. Like they're one of my most favorite cookies of all time. If you even want to call it a cookie, it's a fruit bar, whatever. It's, it's well, fruit and cake. It's fruit and like cake. It. Yeah, it's sophisticated cookies. Well, I grabbed a pack. I'm like, I'm going to bring these up for later. I'm going to be hungry later. I'm going to bring up the Fig Newtons. So we go back up. We reconvene. The adults are there, you know. And uh, I've got the Fig Newtons sitting on the table. And I'm the kind of person who makes, um, uh, you know, who, who tries to help out other people if I can. And I said, hey, did you guys want us to bring you any food? No, that's okay. So we didn't bring any food up back up to them. But when we got back up there and we're sitting there and my mom, oh, so how was it? Did you get some food? And I said, yeah. And then I got these Fig Newtons. I said, you know, if, if you're, if you wanted something, you can have these Fig Newtons. Well, she says, okay. And she takes the Fig Newtons and she, Libby, she ate my Fig Newtons. I know she did. She ate my Fig Newtons. I know. And I couldn't say anything because I offered them to her. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to have it be an empty gesture. I, uh-huh. I, I offered her the Fig Newtons. She uh-huh. ate my Fig Newtons. Uh-huh. That's all I can remember from that day. Yep. Is the rest of the day thinking, and I can't believe she ate Newtons. my Fig Newtons. Well, I didn't tell her about it until way later. And my sister, I had been talking about how awesome it is all that the way these back Fig Newtons. I'm the... like, yeah, I got Fig Newtons. Yeah, I got Fig My mom ate my Fig Newtons. Mm-hmm. That's what I remember from that day. Actually, I remember that day pretty vividly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, operation went well. Kidneys, uh, everybody's good and happy yeah, and wonderful. Yep, so still working. Yeah, still kicking. So that's good. Yeah. But I didn't get fig newtons. Now I believe that my mom bought me a bunch of fig newtons. Yeah. When she heard the story. Yeah. Because that's just kind of family went to way. Like right? Sam's across. Yeah, the bought me like yeah. a crap ton of fig newtons. Yeah. It's a funny story though. See, that's the thing. You can go to a hospital a hundred times for whatever reason. It's the story. Yeah. It's that. It's the memory. It's the quirks, the funny things, the unique things that make these types of episodes yeah. important. That's why we're doing this podcast is to share these types of memories. Well, when 
when I was three, right. and my grandpa had his bypass surgery. We were, you know, we were down in the cafeteria, mm-hmm. and um, and we're roaming the halls. And at one point, a cart came by with snacks and things on it, and my mom said I could pick out a candy bar. And I looked down, and for no reason at all, I'm like, this this packaging looks good to me. You were I just, three. Yeah, I just like the way this packaging looks. And I picked up a score bar. Ooh. Score bar, English toffee, kind of like Heath bars, yes. similar kind of yes. thing. Scores a little bit better than Heath, though. And that's the first time I had one, and I fell in love with it, and I've like loved them ever since. But I fell in love with the packaging at first i had no idea what was going to be inside that wrapper i was just looking at yeah so anyway and that same time um let's say i i love soup and i've always you are you do love soup soup. so i remember going and getting like the chicken noodle soup at the cafeteria and just loving 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 it and then they came with these plastic soup spoons big bold soup spoons big big and so i was saving those each day we came to visit and um, you were saving plastic soup spoons from a hospital they, I cafeteria. I love the way that the the bowl of the spoon fell on my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I remember that. See, those are the things you remember. Mm-hmm. You remember the the, especially when you're three yeah. and you're at a hospital because yeah. you don't understand what's going on. No, I know he almost died. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I learned that like way later. Yeah. See, I always hated visiting old people in the hospitals because it seems like it was like or just waiting for you yeah, to die i, I didn't it's... feel like that i was more positive than that yeah i i enjoyed i don't know i just enjoyed going on adventure yeah an adventure yeah the hospital is an adventure sure right? i like the smells lots of people hate the smells i like the smells of the hospital i don't know I don't know. And yes, the food is good. And it, especially even when, like, having kids, again, being served food, it's not the greatest food necessarily, but the fact that I didn't have to cook it and they're <laughs> bringing it to me for quote unquote free. Yeah. Like, whether I eat it or don't eat it, the bill's going to still be the same, right? This is true. The insurance is still going to pay the same amount. So I might as well circle everything on the card. That's right. <laughs> well, and, and so, you know, to bring that around full circle, having four kids, you start to learn how hospitals work and the maternity ward works and all of that. And how you and get to keep bringing food in. While I starved to death. I got you stuff. Well, you weren't you allowed, allowed to. You weren't allowed to, right. That's but baloney. That's why you eat before you whatever, get there. Whatever. So we got a couple things we can talk about. Um, let, let's talk about... So we had our first two. Mm-hmm. And then when we had the third... Now, we have had the children at... Uh, good Samaritan, good Samaritan Hospital, Hospital in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Uh, good hospital. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty much yeah. like the one of the biggest birthing hospitals yep, in the Yep, yep, yep. So we country. Uh I had been working uh and and one of the people that I worked with um had or one of my previous Right, previous. Previous co-workers Correct. had moved on to bigger and better things. She had become a nurse mm-hmm. at Good Samaritan Hospital mm-hmm. in the maternity ward. Yeah. And so when it came time for you to check in, I pulled some strings. Yes. She pulled some strings, and we got you the celebrity, the celebrity suite. Yes. That they yeah. put, they like they they remodeled for the hospital for was it like a news person that was having triplets or something? Like oh that? right, one of the news yeah. people yeah. was yeah. And yeah. so, well, I remember when they were when we had Annie, and they were wheeling me to the room after I had her. And one of the nurses that was walking with us was like, I didn't even know this room existed. Yeah. She was. It was yeah. like a private It was suite. like a corner, like it a corner had, office. It was it like had windows all the way around. amazing yes. view, big, like yeah. luxurious room. Yeah. You could have had a party with 50 people yes. in there. Yes. It was, it was so was awesome. It was huge. Yes. So awesome. It's who you know, not what you know. Right. <laughs> that was awesome. But see. I don't remember if it was Annie or one of the other kids, but I discovered, and and if you if you go in, if you, if you're a soon to be dad and you're wandering around the maternity area, look for 
what I call the daddy snack room. I think we only learned this with the fourth one, actually. Was it the fourth? I don't I remember. Don't All I remember is is that I found this little side room, and when I went in there, it was like... Because, I mean, the, you know, the nurses would come in and they'd say, oh, do you... Uh, can I bring you anything? Yeah, like a boss lunch. Yeah, right. Can I bring you anything? It's like, what, what, what can you bring me? I don't know. We've got crackers. We've got some peanut butter. We've got some snack cakes. We've got soup. We've got that. I'm like, okay. Well, one of them finally told me, mm-hmm. well, if you decide you want anything, there's a room down here at the end of the hall. Help yep. yourself. Yep. And I went, huh? Well, I went on a trek. I found the room and I went, oh. <gasps> It had a refrigerator, it had soup, it had, uh, you know, coffee on tap, it had, it was like, mm-hmm. it was like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory mm-hmm. in the maternity for dads. ward. And they for dads. And they didn't even do any of the work getting the baby out. Oh, well, <laughs> all I know is that when I found that thing, I was like, damn it, I want to go back in time and tell myself that this room yeah. exists. Yeah. Because... Every, I mean, they had ice cream sandwiches. They had a bunch of different types of coffees. They had soup. They had box. Calm down, yeah. calm down. <laughs> they had granola bars. They had everything you could possibly want right there available. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I told a couple people about it. Yeah. People that I knew that they were going to have kids, I told them, like, go find the, the daddy snack room. And, it's and now it's closed forever. Yeah, now they have because... the... Yeah, now it's empty. You ruined it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, hospitals. Crazy. Totally crazy. What else do we have hospital-wise? Because, hmm. I again, I've never been in a hospital other than having... Having babies. the kids, yeah. 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 I mean, well, we, you want... I visited grandparents, of course, like I said. Yeah, um, yeah. And I don't want to get into whole like hospice stuff. Or, no, Or no. old people homes. Because oh, no. it's not really a hospital. I can already smell the pee. Yeah. Uh, old people sitting in, sitting in their pajamas and slippers. And then with, grabbing onto you. <laughs> in, in wheelchairs around a giant aquarium. Mm-hmm. Just waiting to die. Okay, that, that's sad. That's morbid. It's that's sad. sad. It's weird. Ugh. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that stuff. Well, we could tell our most recent stories. Oh, yeah. So, we've taken two of our kids to the emergency <laughs> room in the last, uh, what, year? Last, last, last couple last, months? Last, yeah. So, uh, and this is where my mom and dad are going, and probably your parents are like, what? Well, I didn't know about this. <laughs> So, and it's not a big deal, no, okay? Kids, kids are kids. They do stuff. Oh, kids. So, Annie, she's, what, 13? We had a air quality problem here in Seattle. There had been some, it was the forest fires in California. Yeah, two years in a row. Pushed up a whole bunch yeah. of smog and stuff. Well, it really is gross. It was. I mean, at one point, it was like raining ash. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, it was. Yeah. It was really weird. It's crazy. Well, yeah. it's kind of hard to breathe. And Annie was really struggling, like really struggling. Panicking. Panic. That's what caused this. She panicked. She couldn't breathe and she panicked. And I told her she was having a panic attack. Mm -hmm. She didn't believe me. Mm -hmm. She couldn't breathe. She She couldn't breathe. I can't breathe. breathe. I can't breathe. We're like, you're talking very clearly. You can breathe. So we eventually took her to the emergency room, Mm -hmm. took her in. Doctors came in. Super nice, the nurses and everything. Right they, at the beginning, they basically said, yeah, honey, we think you're having a panic attack. Right, right. So the funny thing is, is at the end of it all, there was nothing wrong with her. Nope. And she was actually fit as a fiddle. Yep. And they told her, they say, you need to calm down, you need to chill out, go home, take a hot shower, go to bed. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And... She looked at me, and at some point she did say, Dad, I'm sorry. I just didn't believe you. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. It mm-hmm. was fear. It was panic. And we had a, like another time like since then that was like, it was a little, like the air quality was a little fishy. And she was like kind of getting to that point again. But we're like, remember? Yeah. Remember? You just need to calm yep. down. And then she was fine. Yes. Right. Yes. But, but she needed to hear somebody with a white jacket, a mm. white coat, and mm-hmm. name badge, and a stethoscope yep. tell yep. her that she's fine. Yep. She couldn't believe us. Nope. 
It was just impossible right. for her us we to be right. We had been trying to console her for a couple days. Yeah. And there was no, there again, there, there was no, like, risk. It was, she was, I can't breathe, but I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. You can breathe, honey. Right, like, right, yeah. right. It was just whenever she stopped to think about it. Yep. That's when it well, started. Right, there. we would try to distract her with things, and she was fine. Yep. And then all of a sudden, yep. she would... Right, like she'd be sitting there watching a movie or YouTube or whatever and eating a cookie and she'd be fine. All of a sudden it's like, <gasps> yeah. okay. Yep. Um, but yeah, she turned out to be fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she, I think she gets it now. Right. I think right. she gets it now. Right. Now, Cassie, our youngest, she's eight. And she had a hangnail go wrong. I mean, that's the easiest mm-hmm. way to explain yeah. it. She pulled a hangnail off the side of one of her fingers, uh-huh. her middle finger. Yeah. Um said and, and one just, day said oh my gosh like look and I was like oh my goodness and I'm I dipped it in peroxide it bubbled and fizzed and you know then we added some neosporin and a bandage and usually that does the trick for anybody oh, in yeah, our family yeah, yeah. over the last you know yep, we've done this 20 years yeah, yeah plenty of times and a few days of this and it it never got really worse. Know. It just didn't get right. better. And at one point, I'm like, okay, like it looks like it's drained. It's like I think we're 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 getting somewhere. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, no, it's, it's it, yeah, it's it back it, to where it. Well, so was. you came to me and you said, all right, it doesn't look like it's getting any better. It's been a couple days. What do we do? Mm-hmm. And I said, well. I don't know because... And then the holiday was coming. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to wait until then. So, yeah, we ended up taking her one evening. It was like Saturday, last Saturday evening. Yeah, it was just recently. Yeah, took her to to urgent Urgent care. care. Right. The emergency room, whatever you want to call it. And the doctor looked at it. And, I mean, she wasn't running a fever or that kind of thing. It hadn't spread. It was still, like, relatively... Well, the doctor... The doctor said, we've got a couple options. Mm-hmm. Cassie's just sitting there, you know, mm-hmm. they asked her, like, does it hurt? And she's kind of like us. She, she's got a high on, tolerance for pain. They said, on a scale of one to ten, what is it? And she's like, mm, maybe a four. I yeah, think she said, right, yeah. right. She wasn't complaining. Mm-hmm. We were just worried that it needed more attention than what right, we could give her. Right, right. So, doctor, uh, she, the doctor comes in. She's really nice. Great bedside manner, mm-hmm. I thought. Mm-hmm. She looks at Cassie. She says, okay, so... Here's what we can do. We can numb it with a topical ointment and then slice it open, drain it, bandage up, send you on your way with some antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Option two is, because that numbing cream is going to take like 20 minutes. Right, right. The option two is, is I can stick a needle in the bottom of your finger, numb it really quickly, and then slice it open, mm-hmm. get all the goop out, and then... And then or... Or, or we just send mom, you with the right, antibiotics. Your mom can drain it a couple times a day, like dip, you know, and soak it right. in warm water. Drain it, put it on antibiotic, and I. She's like, I don't think it's that bad. I think that if you really want to, you can do that. And I was like, but oh, the, well, what but we she do? also said though, she said that you there's a possibility that you still might have to get it lanced. To get it drained, right? And I and and so we looked at Cassie, and Cassie goes. I just want it over with. Just just drain it. And she, the doctor said, do you know what that means? It means I'm going to have to do this. And she's like, she, Cassie did say, let's go for like the topical solution first. Right. And. Well, the topical solution didn't, didn't work. Didn't work. Wasn't numb enough. The doctor kind of like, you know, tapped at the, with the scalpel, like at the, you know, her. Yeah. And then, and, and, and Cassie just like, goes, yeah, yeah, I can kind of feel I, that. That yeah. hurts. Yeah. So. She decided, yeah, to to numb it with the needle, and and then Cassie, you know, while the doctor's going out to get stuff, Cassie's like, oh, like I feel like I almost want to cry, like I'm, like oh, I'm a little scared about this, but like, and she never actually. She was such she, a trooper. I know. I mean, really, she honestly, never actually cried. She was just getting like a little like puffy eyed, and yeah, she did great. We, we yeah. live. We live in a world where. Kids are a lot more sensitive, a lot more uh, easily spooked by things. They cry a lot. 
I was so proud mm -hmm. of Cassie sitting there. First of all, the way she engaged with the doctor and I the know. nurse. I know. Even when we checked in, the way she was talking yep. to yep. everybody. I, I know. It was like... I was proud yes. of her for the way that she handled right. herself, her composure, her demeanor, mm -hmm. everything. I was really proud of the fact that she handled it like a champ. Mm -hmm. And eight. I know. In, in, in a she short sounded like too. she was 20. Yeah. The way she it was. was just, I was the, so happy. Right. And then when she was like, yeah, let's just cut it open. Let's just get it done. I was mm -hmm. like, yeah. And, and then, then afterwards. After the doctor went away, though, yeah. though, she was like, she said, we're like, you know, you do realize, like, you know, what's going to happen. And she's like, yeah. She's like, and part of it is like, I, I just want to have a good story to tell when I get back to school. <laughs> <laughs> she was so excited to have a good story to tell at school after the break, after the winter break. I'll tell you what, though. I mean, well, and it's fine now. I mean, it's 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 healing yeah. up. She, she might I lose think she the might nail. Lose the nail. Eh, yeah, big but... deal. We've all lost nails. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She just really unbelievable. I, I was so impressed mm -hmm. with how she handled it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like there's other hospital stories oh, I could sure, tell. Yeah. You know, but not without having to dig back into, you know, mm -hmm. telling more stories from my dad. Or telling stories of other people's mishaps. I'm sure you could oh, probably yeah. think of some more oh, mishaps yeah. if oh, you yeah. wanted to. Uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, you and I, personally, other than having kids and I had, you know, that stupid right. foot thing. We have stayed away from the hospitals. Right. And yeah, we just don't. Part. We yeah. don't. You know, and in terms of medication, you know, just to go get a routine checkup, it's like, are you on any medication? Mm. No. Are you allergic to anything? Nope. No. <laughs> You're too easy. Yeah, yeah, right, right. It's like, oh, man, okay, well, you know. Next time, I promise you, I'll have all sorts of weird <laughs> stuff. I've got a Vicodin addiction. Uh, I'm allergic to, uh, I don't know, every type of nut. Uh, you know, I mean, just, just pick a whole bunch of stuff mm -hmm. and just kind mm -hmm. of rattle things. Oh, what about the people that are allergic to penicillin? My grandpa was allergic to penicillin. And I, I get my grandparents have been hot had been hospitalized many 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 times. Sure. There was one point where my grandpa was hospitalized, and one of the nurses was going to put penicillin went was like actually about to put penicillin in his IV. He woke up and I, I don't know what like whoa 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 what's going on, but yeah it stopped because he I mean to take penicillin orally. And then to have it put in an IV if you're allergic is it's two totally oh, different man. things. I know. Yeah. Tell me about it. It's so, crazy. But apparently like a penicillin um allergy is not genetic or anything like that. Nobody else in my family has the yeah, allergy. I know there's at least one person in my family yeah, that's allergic I, to penicillin. Aunt, one of your aunts is. Yeah. Actually I think my grandma might be. Oh really? Somebody is. I, Somebody I know for a fact is allergic to penicillin. Just what an awful thing to be allergic to. Right. You know? It's like, what if you're allergic to, like, all painkillers? <laughs> like, you just like, well, ah. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be rough. But, I mean, the whole, yeah, the antibiotic thing, the overusage of antibiotics. I, well, at that point, we get too preachy, you know? Yeah. Let people do their own thing. So, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, we won't have to uh, do any hospital uh, stuff uh, anytime well, soon. Yeah. I mean, we've been pretty lucky. Kids, uh... You know, it's been a few broken bones and a few stitches, but nothing really, mm -hmm. nothing really major. Nope. No. So, uh, cool. Well, I think uh, we've exhausted our hospital stuff. You know, I, I always want to reserve the right to revisit any topic we've talked about in the past sure. on the previous episode. We'll just have to do a sequel. Hospital revisit it. Yeah. Uh, hospital sure. revisit it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Good stuff. Well, hopefully we won't have to do another hospital one. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Yes. At least not until a couple people get a little older. Yes. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, that uh, wraps up uh, hospitals. All That's, right. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye.